Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. You have offended this podcast and you have offended the entire movie making community. And welcome to part four of the podcast. We're going to pick up here where we left off yesterday. If you'd like to become a patron and get all of our episodes in full on Sunday night, you can go to patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast. Support at any level there. We have levels that start at just $5 a month. We'll get you all of our full episodes without this pitch to the patrons on Sunday night in full. Remember, you can also go to offendedpodcast.com. You can go there, buy some merch. That'll give you something cool, and it'll also give us a little something to keep the lights on over here at You Have Offended This Podcast main headquarters. Check us out on our social media. At Twitter, we are at YHOTP. On Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, you can just search You Have Offended This Podcast, and you'll find us there. You can interact with us there. We'll answer your questions. You can give us movies that you'd like to see, favorite scenes, favorite actors, actresses, anything like that. We'd love to hear from you. So check those things out. Please become a patron. If you can't do that, give us a rating. Give us a review on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you download your podcasts. That's a huge help. Or at the very least, if you could just tell a few friends about us, that would be awesome too. Thanks very much. And enjoy part four of the podcast. Pencil well, skirt last yeah. year, you motherfucker. Don't yeah. you watch fashion television? Yeah, your hair you is out of that do. with Jeannie Becker, you fucking <laughs> bitch. Um, and they're like, yeah, you only care about selling copies of your paper, Willard. Like, like the He's pro like, yeah, I'm a reporter. That's what I do. The pro kickboxing circuit is what's driving paper sales. Like, like, listen, <laughs> we. We grew up studying martial arts. We grew up watching kickboxing on pay-per-view, boxing on pay-per-view. We watched the UFC when six people watched it. Watched the UFC when nobody was watching it, like when they were taking those full-page ads out in Black Belt Magazine. You know, like, like, it's always been fucking underground. Like, MMA or martial arts is probably the biggest it's ever been, and there's still a lot of people that don't watch it. But, I mean, back in those days, like, 1991 you'd be watching like you know you'd be like oh i'm gonna pay uh 29.99 to watch uh jean-yves terrio fight and people are like who what 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 it's like oh no yeah fucking watch 91 there was no (laughs) ufc yeah there was no ufc you'd basically uh have your cable box or you'd have a descrambler um yep and you'd you'd basically watch these fights that nobody would fucking watch Yeah, yeah, or you watch, watch or you'd shit. watch that combat um, full contact uh, karate. Like that was another thing that yeah. was on pay per view. They're like, "Oh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's Minochi Ichihara, Minoki Ichihara yep. fighting," and it would be like Japan versus Serbia. Like it was so small, though. You yeah. would talk to a thousand people before you talk to one that knew what you were talking about. So for them Dude, to the, be like the crowds, <laughs> the crowds yeah. in the fucking show wouldn't even be full. Yeah, exactly. Well, I remember back in the 90s, I drove up to New Brunswick to watch a kickboxing match. And I had just said in passing, I was like, oh, I'll probably go to that fucking thing. I drive up there and we stopped at a few places. And, you know, I had had a couple of had a couple of uh, road drinks and uh, staggered into the arena. I didn't even know these people. And they're like, oh, hey, Chad. Yeah, your table's right over here. And I was like. 
fuck like that's that's how small (laughs) that's how small kickboxing is you know like like when i tell somebody that i'm going to a kickboxing match in another province and (laughs) and i'm like yeah i'll probably set up for you i'll go to your i'll go to your fight they're like yeah your table's over here and i was like i got a fucking table ringside fuck i don't remember paying for this but that's just just iterating the point that it's a small sport and it's it's driving paper sales through the roof like Willard's yeah. <laughs> Willard's a multimillionaire from his he writes a new article on kickboxing every single day. <laughs> oh my god. So him and his BJ and his girlfriend get back together cuz she goes to his fucking beach house or whatever and they little reconcile and he throws her around in the surf and etc. They get back together. They drive around for a little bit. They're fucking around, having a good time, blah, blah, blah. And then when they pull up here, they see this $100,000 challenge from Denard to get BJ to fight him. And did you notice when they pulled up at that little beach hut and BJ first sees the the, the $100,000 challenge? He's like, oh, yeah, here we go, this thing. But on the same page, there's like an ad for Dolly Parton's workout. It's Dolly Parton no. in a fucking I did not <laughs> in a see that. Suit with a fucking that is fucking over. awesome. Dolly Parton's <laughs> workout. That is wicked. It would be amazing awesome, if it was like Dolly Parton and Meatloaf with the chest expansion program <laughs> right? referenced in Fight Club. <laughs> that chest expansion oh, program fuck. that was Bob's idea. There, there's it'd be fucking a, amazing. They have a little press conference here with Denard, where Willard fucks yeah. with him yet again. That's where we get the your mother line. Yeah. Which is your fucking mother. stupid. And then Denard beats the living shit out of his training partner here who tells him to fuck himself and he, the training partner leaves because Denard's too hard on him. He kicks his ass too much. Yeah. Yeah, it's... It could He's have just been, too savage, been, Chad. He's too he's savage. He's just too savage. It, it could have been okay, but I mean, like, there's a couple of... Like, he throws some some haymakers but he's trying to make them look so big and massive that they lose all their power it's like a you know like uh when bart was like i'm just gonna swing my arms and if you walk into them it's your fault like there's a couple (laughs) of big swings in there that he seems to not have the power on but you can tell he's a good you can tell he's a good film fighter like you can tell he's got great body control like he's got really great movement but uh the scene the scene falls short Again, we just mentioned Fight Club, but do you remember when Edward Norton beat Angel Face? And oh, fuck yeah. Shit got really serious, and yep. you were amped up, and then all of a sudden you were like, I'm not so amped up. And you're like, okay, I'm definitely not amped up. And then you're like, okay, this is fucking sick. Like, well, that... And they did that all with sound. Yes, they did that all with sound. Right? And with this, it's just, hey, he's just going to fucking wail on him for a few seconds, and the guy's going to be like, you're crazy! And then he's going to fucking... Yeah leave the ring well that's because david fincher's a good director and franz nell is not that's why that's why you know david fincher's name well, and nobody's ever heard of franz nell unfortunately i so. yeah i kind of feel like an asshole uh comparing fight club to a canon film but I, well, i'm just yeah, using it to illustrate the point that um that he was able to take a moment of excitement and turn it dark and kind of yeah. put the mirror back at the audience where this yes. denard is a dick at the beginning of the scene He's a dick at the end of the scene, and his partner just, again, says, you're an animal, because I think you're an animal is said to Denard, I don't know, 12 or 13 times through this film. Yes. Yeah. 
Uh, Denard does do the uh, the Brian Dennehy from Gladiator thing where he gets him to punch the forehead. He he, he does. <laughs> I actually been watching that new show Jack Reacher. Okay. Oh it's on yeah. Amazon Prime, and there's yep. actually a moment where a guy throws. Like, he's just a kid. Like, Jack Richard's fucking huge, right? And there's this... Yeah. He's a kid. He's a teenager. He's probably, like, skinny, you know, 17 or 18. He throws a fucking punch, and Reacher actually headbutts his fist and breaks the kid's hand. <laughs> it's, but it actually plays on camera. Like, it actually looks... That's awesome. He actually does the Brian Dennehy. He drops it and headbutts the headbutts the fist, and the kid's like, ah! like but but it but it actually works then you use a wide shot and it actually works it was it was pretty cool not cool That's here awesome. it didn't quite didn't quite work here he tucks his head in so. it's, it's okay and then uh bj and his girlfriend are driving on the beach here and they get accosted by reporters guess who's there the star of the movie willard willard and the star of the film <laughs> willard's there and he fucks with bj a little bit to the point where bj gets out of the car flips off willard's hat pulls all his pens out and throws them all over the beach and then fucking leaves. <laughs> like, he's yeah. such a little bitch. <laughs> but the thing is, like, he's like, Willard's there and he's like, oh, you're going to fight? There's $100,000 on the line. And, again, this is where the movie kind of falls apart because it doesn't actually have a character arc. He's like, he's not fighting for the title. Remember Rocky is fighting for the title and, and then he, he realizes, yeah. he's like, oh, fuck, I can't win. I just want to go the yep. distance, you know, like I just want to, I just want to be there at the end of the, at the end of the rounds, the bell rings. I just, th- then I'll know that I'm not a fucking, just, just a bum from the neighborhood. Then I'll know that there's something yes. special about me, but this is like, he can't fight for the title because of that court order. And they're like, yeah, but here's a hundred thousand dollars. And it's like, yeah, but you're a dick. And now you're a dick with a hundred thousand dollars. Like there's yeah. no, the, the audience isn't invested in that. It's like, Oh my no. God, for a hundred grand, go for it. Yeah. I yeah, want to see go, this man. Prize fighter who fights this, for prizes, like a yeah, hundred thousand dollars. This piece of shit is now going to fight for a hundred thousand dollars. It's like, <laughs> man, I really hope, I really hope this piece of shit drunk asshole to his girlfriend, asshole to his <laughs> best friend, gets that hundred grand imagine what he could do imagine what an asshole could do with a hundred grand dick shit he could be (laughs) with a hundred thousand dollars how many drinks is that man how many fucking (laughs) late night cab rides home is that (laughs) oh my god willard fucks with bj on the beach then willard shows up to denard who's getting a massage messes with him yeah then willard shows up to bj again when he runs up the beach Willard is everywhere. I, I honestly think that if you were to take it and break it down, Willard may have more screen time than BJ. Because there are scenes that Willard's in with other characters, like his boss. Yes. Or yep. Willard and Just Denard. I think Willard might, fuck, he might actually have as much, maybe more, screen time than BJ. Willard has scenes with Denard. Multiple scenes. Willard yep. has scenes with Chad. Yeah. His office. His yep. boss, the girlfriend, like I, this I should think... be called American Reporter One <laughs> or Kickboxing <laughs> Kickboxing Reporter One, American Sports Reporter One, <laughs> American Sports Reporter. I cover American <laughs> kickboxing and girls volleyball. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Right, do 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 do, and we're back. <laughs> Welcome to the first. <laughs> so yeah, we get a little training montage here. It's 
ridiculous. Are they wearing underwear? I think they're wearing underwear. Where they're doing the training shot, they're wearing like yeah, like boxer briefs. Yeah, two guys wearing throwing boxer like spin briefs, kicks at the camera, practicing high kicks, crotch yes. exposed high kicks yeah. to the camera and in slow motion. High kick taint. Like, high kick yeah. taint. Yeah, it's just like I I think I saw his nuts jiggling. Like I think <laughs> I saw nut jiggle, but little bit of know, nut jiggle there. I think they're just trying. I, I I think it's that '90s, that '90s sexy. That it's just that trying sell to be today. Van Damme thing because Van Damme yeah. is big around now and trying to do it. And we get the 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 ultimate uh, the final fight of the movie here, where Denard goes out in the movie. We get uh, fiendish Doctor Wu leading BJ down to the ring here. Yeah, with his fucking crispy fucking hair. Hell yes, crispy Dorito hair. And uh, we get this last fight here where Denard's doing his little I'm going to shoot you in the face from the middle of the ring pose. And uh, this fight is not, it's not awful to the point where I'm like, oh, for Christ's sake. But it's not great either. Like, the choreography's not great. No. You can tell these guys are good at what they do, but they're not. It, it just doesn't fucking translate into a good fight, man. I think that referee was in, like, a Nestle Quick commercial or played the fucking butler <laughs> in a Clue game. or Like, he was in something I saw. Like, I don't fucking know, like a Fruit Roll-Ups commercial or something, but he looks familiar. I don't know who the ref is. I don't but know. I'm, I mean, you know, I'm not here for the ref. The The fighting isn't, the fighting isn't bad. Like, the editing isn't bad. It's no. not bad, but it's not really what you would call even slightly above average. Like, it's just no. flat. And like, again... There hasn't been any kind of a sufficient lead-up of character to this point where I give a fuck. Yeah. It's just a fight. You know what I mean? Like, that's it, all it is. Well, they're he, it, both. I don't even think I don't even think BJ does his little banshee yell at the end here. But did he, Remember in the beginning, they were like, oh, there's yeah. his famous banshee yell. There's he doesn't even do that to tie it in yell. You'll never hear that again because we're going to forget <laughs> about it. Um, <laughs> you might want to get that out of your brain. They're just like two... They're two douchebags that I really yep. don't care who wins. Like, even even movies that weren't fantastic that I still enjoyed, like No Retreat, No Surrender. Uh-huh. Oh, we should do that next season, speaking of that. I felt, yeah, I felt more at the end. He's like, Jad, No Retreat, No Surrender, Never Surrender! Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> I, felt, I felt more emotion at that. And that was, that wasn't fantastic, but it was cheesy and it was fun. Right, and you're just yeah. like, yeah, yeah, fight him, kick Van Dam's ass. He beat up your poorly acting dad. So this just, I just don't give a shit. I'm just like, well, we got the fucking Frenchman with the dick tassels, or we've got the <laughs> fucking raging drunk. Who's gonna yeah. win? Yeah, dick tassel or raging drunk. Yeah, mm. dick tassel or raging <laughs> drunk. Who's gonna take the match? Who's gonna take the hundred grand? And use it to be a douchebag and beat up his fucking yeah. training partners, or yeah. use it to drink himself to fucking death yeah. like Nick Cage yeah. and leaving Las Vegas. Yeah. Like, Denard just orders a fleet of mediocre fighters and murders them all one at a time <laughs> as they stand in single file entering the ring. <laughs> or uh, BJ is just going to fucking uh, buy a truck full of Jack Daniels and. Uh, <laughs> 
and drink and drive until he flies <laughs> off a bridge. <laughs> until he Thelma and Louise is off a fucking cliff. Yeah, yeah. Just before he dies, he does a three-way call with uh, Chad and his girlfriend to say that, you know, you never really meant a whole lot to me. <laughs> and then, I bet you two are the, talking with each other right now! Yeah, you, guys are gonna, you better not make eye contact at my funeral! <laughs> Oh my god! The crowd they get for this fight when they do the crowd shots is hilarious because it's all like, oh my dudes god. that don't want to be there and old women that couldn't give a fuck about kickboxing. <laughs> yeah, and and the thing is, like, they'll typically cut to the crowd, and I'll try to do it, but you know where the where the guy will have two fists in front of his body, like two clenched fists, and just pumping yeah. them, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and just like nodding his head in succession with his clenched fist, and it's just like nobody does that. Nobody actually no. does that. Nobody actually clenches their fists and goes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just fucking stupid. But even during this match, like in the middle of it, they decide to cut to Willard, who's just talking shit. Just, just at Mad both of them. shit. Just, just at like, both of them. Like During the fight. Oh, I bet you that hurt you, pansy. Yeah, why would you hit yeah. him like that? Bet your wrist bends when you punch, you loser fruitcake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why, why don't you shove a pylon up your asses, you... Uh, <laughs> Fuck, it's just bad. It's just really yeah. bad. And there's like there's good. a scene where like one of the tuxedo guys leans over to, you know, the guy that looked like the uh, police detective in Strange Brew, the guy from Bazaar, and he's just like, yes. "Oh, I just wish this wasn't so violent." And it's like, it's yeah. fucking like, why did you go? You're at a fucking why prize you fight, go? dude. You're at a fucking fight. Oh, it's what so the hell? violent and then but then, then he gets fucking, throws bj right out yes. of the goddamn ring he gets thrown out of the ring and as he's laying on the floor he looks up and there's fucking asshole willard standing over him oh look you got thrown into the ring you fucking fucking oh. fuck face you fly any farther than that you're gonna get fucking air miles a little bitch like he says yeah. something like that yeah what it's, the fuck dude i swear to god if i lived in this universe i would be so far away from all of these people or or I would beat Willard to, to to fucking death with like you know a cane or whatever you know, was like closest, a, like a two and a half pound weight like on a chain, and I would just fucking I would just fucking swing it for like I don't know a good forty five fifty seconds just to get the maximum amount of you know inertia velocity fucking ricochet that little fucking two and a half pound plate right off his fucking melon. Yeah, see, this fight, I find this fight frustrating because, like we already talked about, I don't care about these two because they both suck. And when you watch them fight, you can tell that they're good. There's really good spin kicks. There's good side kicks. But it's just... You can tell they're better than they are. Like, you can tell that they're better fighters than they are on the screen. Just like when we watch Jiu-Jitsu. And it's just like, oh, fuck, here comes Juju Chan. And they're like, wait, what... Did they film this at 120 frames a second and actually just fucking, like, everything's in slow motion? Like, it's yep. just, you're just like, oh my god, like, I feel like I'm going to puke. Like, you, I, I might as well watch a fucking elevator go up and down as opposed to watch this fight scene. And yeah. that's what I get off of this. It's just like, man, these guys could have really, it's not even that the, it's not even that the choreography is bad as much as it's, like, not complete. Like, it's just not, yeah. like, we don't have the time or the budget to actually do choreography, so why don't you guys just go in there and fuck around and we'll film it? 
Like this is the type Basically. of stuff that you would do three months before filming. Like, okay, let's. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a fucking good move. Oh, like oh, oh I that's like a that. shit put move. That in there. We yeah. definitely won't put that in the movie, but it's like too late, bitches. We filmed it. It's in. And that concludes part four of the podcast. Come back tomorrow for the exciting conclusion, part five. If you'd like to get the entire podcast on Sunday night, you can go to patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast. Patrons get the full show Sunday night without any ads. If you don't want to become a patron, you can go to offendedpodcast.com. Buy some merch there. That'll get you something cool to wear and rep the podcast you know you love. And we get a bit of money, too, to help us keep the lights on here. Please follow us on social media at Twitter. We're at YHOTP. On Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, just search You Have Offended This Podcast. You can interact with us there. Leave us your favorite movies, your favorite scenes, any questions you have, anything like that. We'd love to hear from you. Please rate and review us wherever you download your podcasts. Ratings and reviews really help us, particularly on iTunes if you could. That would be awesome. Make sure to tell your friends, family, loved ones, and hated ones about this podcast. More listens mean more downloads means it's better for everybody. So thanks very much for helping. Come back tomorrow for part five, and we will be back in your ears very soon.